are live. We are live here on the Marvel Rewind. Um, thank you guys so much for hanging out with us, joining us. It is our first official episode of Marvel Rewind, our Marvel Disney Plus show that we have created here on Apocalypse Movies, where we will be reviewing um, all of the Disney Plus MCU content that comes our way in the next number of years. Uh, and we are officially starting, as you can tell with the intro background here, um, WandaVision is officially a week away. We, we are... Uh, under a week away until the first two episodes, which was confirmed today. They'll be dropping the first two episodes uh, next Friday. And we're going to start by just previewing and discussing what we're expecting from the show and how possibly um, how wacky it could really end up getting. So uh, with me today, as usual here on our Friday shows, uh, very similar to Fandalorian Club, I got Mr. Gio Ramos. Gio, how you doing, man? Oh, I'm pretty good, man. I just uh, got my podcast set up and no better time to get this started than with the first Marvel Rewind. I'm excited. Good, good. Yeah, it looks good, man. I know you got the L-shaped desk. You got a brand new computer. You got the mic and everything. You're 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 stepping your game up. 2021 is already looking better as far remember, as... Remember early 2020 when it was all about Geo's lighting and internet? Oh, and so much money invested. This better work. You all let me know in the comments if you if it's not look what you, you know, did, Jake. That is a hundred percent your fault. You went staticky for like five seconds, Geo, and he he knew instantly you fucked up. <laughs> I was gonna uh, make a joke about uh, Geo freezing, but then he actually froze, so I didn't need to make the joke anymore. Yeah. Um, Wait, was this now? It yeah. you're good. It was for like it was like literally for like five seconds. You're fine. not even okay. Yeah. You're fine. You're fine. Um, also with us, Mr. Brian Avalino. What's up, man? Doing good. I just watched the two Legends episodes, and I'm so hyped. I can't wait for Marvel something. Yeah, so uh, if you guys don't know, this morning um, they essentially dropped what's called Marvel Legends on Disney+, and it's essentially a recap uh, leading up to new stuff. And mm -hmm. these ones for were obviously for Wanda and Vision, um, and they kind of do like a recap of their history. Uh, and they give a little bit of what you probably should watch leading into this. Um, I know the Marvel Twitter or social media pages as well was like, these are the essential movies that you should watch, including the Thors because of Darcy, um, the, the Avengers movie, stuff like that. So, um, but yeah, really, really cool. Uh, I definitely recommend, just like Brian said, check out Marvel Legends. Um, really They're only cool like concept. seven minutes long too. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a really cool concept as well. Yeah. Um, but all right, gentlemen, let, let's get into this because we WandaVision is officially a week away. Um, we'll be watching next this time next week. We'll be reviewing the first two episodes on Marvel Rewind. Uh, and we'll be here every Friday for the next nine weeks um, and just talking about the episodes and, and then doing a full full season breakdown. But today we're previewing and we're getting into the craziness that we've seen so far. Um, I will say this off the bat. I've only seen the first official trailer. Um, I've been staying away from footage. So I'm just kind of going into this uh, maybe a little bit more blind than most people are. Um, I've seen a little bit more because I cut together the trailer uh, for, for Rewind. But um, I, I feel like I've seen pretty much nothing. I haven't seen a single piece of footage with Darcy, for example, from the Thor movies. I just know that she's in the show. Um, what about you guys as far as what you've seen, what you ha maybe haven't seen? Are you staying away from anything? Brian, I'll go right back to you on this one. I have seen everything. weird. <laughs> Um, can't blame you. But to be honest, they haven't really shown much. It it's kind of more just chopped up different versions of the same thing, just mixed around with maybe like one little new thing. I mean, there's the Darcy stuff is literally just showing that she's there. That's it. Not like they, there's nothing more. Um, 
I mean, they've dropped little hints of like what what is going to be incorporated into it. But other than that, I mean, I'm still pretty much in the dark. Trailer huh? Uh, what would you say, Brian? I said the trailers have to me haven't really given away much. Well, that's that's good. That's very good, especially for a TV show. That's good. Yeah, um, there's only one know, thing that they really kind of was like, this is this is part of it, too. Okay, well, maybe we get into that. Uh, G, are you in the same boat as us, or you kind of been watching everything? Yeah, well, I, I saw the newest trailer like once, but I still don't know what the hell's going on. I like, and that's a good thing. And I mean, because I mean, I think this show, what what it's you know hyping up is that Marvel is doing something creative, uh, probably the most creative uh, piece of content, and uh, it's uh, no wonder that they're going to streaming service. You know, like I love the whole. Um, you know, visiting different eras of television sitcoms and all that. Like, it, it works so well with the idea of a Wanda character. Um, other than that, I forgot Darcy was in this. Um, it's nice to see her back for sure. Uh, but yeah, like Brian, I, uh, I'm i not too sure what really is going on. And that's very exciting. So it's good. Uh, I do want to get to Stacy's comment real quick before we move on. Um, Stacy, that means that it's good. That means that it's good if there's already a second season coming. So, yeah. uh, also a cool thing uh, related to that: the writer of that show, um, the creator, is writing Kevin Feige's Star Wars movie, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, um, that that shows obviously a big deal in, in Star Wars fans' eyes because if that is good, that means that the Star Wars movie that's a plus up in that movie. So, um, and we'll definitely be doing rewind once Loki comes around as well. Uh, yeah, I think. Look, this, this show, we also have to keep in mind, this is the first ever Marvel show. This is MCU's first thing out of the gate. Um, and we obviously have very high expectations because it's about Scarlet Witch and it's about Vision. And for us who know the comic book background, we know what it could possibly be telling from a comic book story uh, standpoint. Um, and so there's there's some big things that hinge on it. Also, they've, they've set up front that this is heavily involved with both Doctor Strange 2 and Spider-Man 3. Um, so you can kind of see it as like the first chapter of a three chapter book that is happening between these three movies. Um, all of the stories are going to be connected with those three projects. Um, but let's kind of move into excitement a little bit, or maybe things we're expecting to see or, or what we're most looking forward to, uh, Gio, I'll go back to you on this one. What is maybe one thing that really stands out to you when you think of going in to sit down and watch WandaVision? Other than what I said about the creativity and, you know, going through the different eras, for me, it's what impact this first season will have on the MCU going forward as we get through, you know, because I'm, I'm I'm sure at first it's going to be fun, right? It's going to be cool just to, you know, see them live happily. But as we see through the trailers, uh, things aren't what they seem. So I, I'm more excited about what this means for the bigger scale of the MCU, which I mean, you should be excited about, you know, the two characters and and I am, but I just can't help but to think bigger, you know? And I mean, it's just the way Marvel, you know, does things, you know, it's like you have this movie coming down the road, this story is going to be happening and whatnot. So, um, I, I'm expecting some fun at first, but I think it's going to make a quick turn and get, you know, really out of hand. It's a good way to put it out of hand is a very good way of putting it. Um, Brian, what about you? I'm just so excited to have something Marvel. I, I mean, 
that's my wheelhouse. That's it's been over a year. I know, and I crazy. I was thinking about this yesterday when I, or maybe two days ago when I tweeted out the thumbnail for this, and I had said it's been over a year since any kind of MCU property of any of any kind, anything. Period. The first year since Iron Man came out. The first, yeah, the first year since the whole MCU started that we haven't had anything, and obviously for obvious reasons, there was projects waiting. Um, but now it's crazy because we're not getting into a movie theater to watch a big movie to start this thing back up. It's all kicking off with a television show. Yeah, I mean, we're gonna about to get a nine hour long movie. Uh, well, I'm not gonna say nine hour. A nine probably hour, like a six hour. Yeah, it'll probably, I mean, Disney has clearly shown that they don't care what the runtime is as long as it's a good story, which I absolutely love. I think that's how all shows should be essentially at this point if you're going to be on a streaming service use as much time as you need to tell the story however short how long and that's what your runtime is don't don't go for an hour and then put 25 minutes of extra stuff just to make it an hour um but i'm so excited that i am i just can't get over the fact that it's been a year and to, you know to be honest i was thinking about it today i was kind of like it's been a year it's i mean for a while there we really got into like people being like all right then then finity saga is over like we kind of don't really care as much it's not going to be as good and whatnot but you went a year without it and now people are craving it so it kind of in a way I think is going to work towards their benefit. Like, I mean, you, you take something away that people love and they're going to realize how much they miss it. And at least that's worked for me. Like I, I know I'm like craving it like crazy. And so I, I'm just so excited. And to be this story, uh, just Scarlet Witch is my second favorite character. So nice. So like, cause she's just so interesting, so interesting. And I, I just can't wait to see this. It's going to be so good. So good. And Elizabeth Olsen is so good as this character. She's perfect. Gio, do you have something to say? Yeah. Well guys don't cringe, but I said the same thing about the fast and furious franchise. Like, this whole long wait could be a blessing in disguise because you know you you take something away something that you know people are used to having for so long and all of a sudden i'm in the same boat as brian like i'm excited to see more mcu and we're, we're finally getting it um so was exciting. it was there and I, I'm I'm blanking because it was long ago, and last year was just nuts. But was there? Did something come out after Endgame? Yeah, it was uh, Far yeah, From Spider-Man. Home. Right? Far From Home. Far From Home. That's what it was. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I was gonna say we and, should and, by now have had Eternals, Black Widow. Well, yeah, WandaVision and Falcon of the Winter Soldier. Yeah. So what what I was gonna say is that like what a poetic what a poetic way to like almost end the infinity saga by literally ending the movies for a year. It, you know? And that's what I'm saying. It, it kind of is going to work in their favor. I feel like, yeah, it's, it's interesting. Cause and it's, it, we talk about it with star Wars all the time where 
we love the content that that you know we get with Star Wars, but sometimes we want a break, whether it's a year, whether it's two years, whether it's five years. Sometimes we just want a breather because we want to be able to have that excitement over again and not be like, well, we're excited about it, but we just got something and now we're getting something else. Yeah, we don't um, know that we want that breather because it's going to make it so much better. We just want more and more and more. But I mean, we've had a year to digest 10 years worth of movies. And, and, look, and look how easy it was to go through not having MCU content. Like legitimately. Uh, I like, don't know how you're, what you're well, talking about. But let, let's be honest. Like, of course it wasn't, it wasn't, um, uh, it, I mean, we wanted the content. We wanted Black Widow. We wanted Eternals. We wanted all this stuff, but there was so much going on and that's, that's fair. There's other things going on in the world, but the year went by the last time. I feel like I watched Endgame in the, th in theaters like six months ago. Like it felt, it didn't feel like it was that long ago. Mm, okay. So I'm, I, I feel like it's been a little bit longer. If, yeah. See, uh, to me, it does not feel like that long ago. And yeah, so no. I'm, I'm sitting here like, well, of course I want stuff every year. Like I want it every single year. Like I want as much as possible. Like I'm, I'm cool with that. I'm one of those yeah, people where I, I can engage in, in all of it, no matter what, but the year went by so fast and I'm thinking to myself, well, wow, it was a year. I haven't had something MCU in a while. Like I'm super excited about it. And I love that it's this property because we know that the next phase of movies are going to be very different in, in what we've seen from MCU. And this is kind of like the Kickstarter, right? It's going to be weird. It's going to be trippy. It's going to be different. Well, you keep saying a year, but for Endgame, it's almost been two. Well, but I, I'm going back to yeah. Far From Home is what I'm saying. Yeah. Almost. Far From Home, essentially. Yeah. Um, you know, just, and it's been more than a year for Far From Home. But um, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see the reaction because this isn't your typical MCU property. Um, we know the kind of story it's going for. And for those of you who don't know, it's called The House of M. Uh, and we don't, it's not going to be fully based. It's probably going to be loosely based. It's going to be a loose be pieces of it inside the story that we're going to see and notice as comic book readers, but it's going to be completely different from what we've seen in the MCU. It's going to be inspired by the events of that comic, which to be honest, I haven't read. I own it. It's sitting right over there. It's so good. I know, but so I'm going to ask good. you guys to quickly sum it up for the viewers out there um, or at least what it's about. So essentially what happens, the, the quickest way to say it is that Wanda goes mad and creates her own, her own reality. Which almost looks identical. And I don't want to say anything else because it's depending on how you take it, but, but she essentially creates her own reality and things come out of that, that we could see in this and we could not see, but like Brian said, it'll be inspired by very much how, the Infinity War film was inspired by the Inf Infinity Gauntlet storyline. They literally can't. There's things in there that they it would make no sense. And I haven't read it, but I know it. They, they, there are things in that comic that they cannot do because it would not make sense at this point. Give us well, one that, example. That and Magneto's. A yeah, it's, it's heavily. The X-Men are heavily involved the X, because in the comics, she's a mutant. She's a mutant in the comics. No, but he's like. The number two character like, well i well i know but no i'm to geo comic, going eh. it's spoiler for the comic. on the right magnino <laughs> magnino is scarlet witch's father that's yeah. why but so. that that in this universe mcu at least we don't know if that's actually the case yet or if it's ever going to be but yeah they can't the only x-men character that they can use at this moment in time is their brother quicksilver um what we see him 
Yeah. I personally think that we're going to see him. And yeah. I don't know if it's essentially going to be bringing him back in the fold of the MCU, but I do think that he will be in it in some capacity. Yeah, I do agree. I don't think he'll come back fully, but I think she'll manifest. In reality, he'll come back. Yes, she'll manifest her brother being alive. Very much like... she's manifesting vision because right now the question is. He did. Well, yeah, I mean, he he died. He, he, yeah. he gone, right? So yeah. the big question is, is one, how is she bringing him back? Two, why? And three, is he going to stay? More than likely, everything around her is coming from her creation of this reality. Like, pretty much exactly what Stacy just said. Wait, so... Yes. It, that's that's a great way of saying it. Yes. Things can physically come from her reality into the real so, world. Gio, have you ever heard of the Stephen King uh, novel, The, uh, the Dome? I'm pretty sure I have. It's there was a TV familiar. show called The Dome. Yeah, it's basically like they put a giant dome over a town. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember that. That's kind of essentially what people are thinking she does with her powers. Well, so yes, I, I think that. But Brian, I think you, you, maybe you and I had talked about this, but I kind of have the feeling that she actually might be locked up somewhere. Oh, I think I think someone's making her do this like they're toying with her almost or or the infinity stone might have some have some type of some she's not gonna i don't think she's gonna be doing this on her own accord something's going to be making her do it which makes me even think even more to the fact of the connection with dr strange that something in some realm of connection of dr strange is trying to mess with her and is doing this to her. Is, is it Kang? No. Kang no. doesn't have that type of power. It would be someone like Mephesto or... Yeah, it would be someone who knows of the, of the stones. Someone who is who has maybe tampered with the stones or played with the stones because her power... She comes directly from the stone. Mm -hmm. Vision comes directly from a stone. Um, so as much as the stones are gone... Uh, we're going to probably because if she's creating a reality, she can create the stones alongside of that reality. Uh, so how how much are they going to play into this yeah. as well? Because we do see it in a trailer. Yeah, they, there's a clear it's in Jake's intro. There's it's literally the well, the and I, I cut out a part of that because I didn't want to spoil it for anybody who hasn't seen it. But there's a big part of that scene in the trailer that actually happens with that stone. And yeah. I don't want to say it because in case anybody didn't actually see it. Isn't there a line in the trailer? Somebody's like, who's doing this to you? Or yes. Yeah. And Randall okay. Park is uh, yeah, Randall Park's what he's a F FBI agent? FBI agent, but uh he's the same guy from Ant-Man, right? Yes. Yeah. Jimmy Woo. Ant-Man Ant Ant 2. Yeah. Um and uh I think he's not gonna be working for oh see, but see, Jake, if I say this, it spoils something that was in one of the other trailers that you probably haven't seen, even though you might already. That, that's okay. You can, you can go ahead. It's okay. Uh, I think he's not working for the U S government anymore. I think he's working for sword because yeah. sword is there's multiple things in the trailer that Monica Rambeau is holding is wearing a pendant. That is a, the sword logo. Well, that, and I also saw the, uh, the 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 big suit what are they called the um oh my god what are they called um like the toxic suits that people wear oh hazmat suit hazmat what? suit they had the sword logo on the on his back 
Yeah, so I think he might be, unless he's just FBI and they're working together, but I think he might be working with S.W.O.R.D. now. Gio, do you know what S.W.O.R.D. is? Yeah, it's the uh, well, uh, Sam Jackson's uh, Nick Fury at the, it's the space thing. version it's of Shield. Space, yeah, yeah, sorry, I was, which is which, you, which is interesting. Which is interesting because the last time we saw them, they were going off into space. Now was in Far From Home. That was the last time we saw the MCU. Um, how evolved are they at the moment? Because we 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 expect Sword to be heavily involved going forward in the MCU. Um, yeah. And this could very much kind of be the tip of the iceberg for this organization. Uh, and you you might be right, Brian. I mean, Randall Park could very much be working. Maybe Darcy is already working for them as well. I think um, she's going to be not working for Sword, but like a like an independent contractor type person where they're where they bring her in or bring something. her in. Like, that makes sense. Like she is now not an intern. And I could see that given her experience with uh, the Thor movies and, you know, what she's witnessed in her studies. Yeah. I mean, yeah. so. Okay. Oh, so let's talk about this one. Oh, go ahead. Another theory. Wanda brings the X-Men into the MCU. What do we think? This is uh, what is bringing the X-Men in. The snap. Yeah, I think the snap. The blip. The blip. The blip. You think so? Yeah. Yeah, because the, I, I, I'm with the Eternals. The Eternals have been around before yeah. the world was created. Mm. The Eternals are like... I think, I think the Snap toyed with universes and dimensions and crossed boundaries that had never been crossed before. And we're going to see the ramifications of it in the next number of movies. Um, I very much think that these next number of movies are going to be kind of almost like picking up the pieces from Endgame and the snap and all of that stuff going forward. And I don't necessarily know if it's going to like bring them into the universe, but I, I like the idea of the snap almost creating the X gene. I think it's going to be, it's going to steal from uh, the inhumans and wake up something inside of yeah exactly tree. exactly like almost like waking up the x gene it's always been there yeah but the snap kind of like triggered it in a way yeah because they've kind of unless they go multi-dimensional which i highly doubt they will uh there's kind of no way at this point you can say that the x-men have been around just lurking in the shadows yeah, there yeah. it's no. same with same with fantastic four well, you could lock well, the Fantastic Four away. But maybe the I'm sorry. Maybe, maybe the characters themselves before they get their powers. So, oh well, yeah. and I think that's what we're saying, right, Brian? Like, like I'm saying that care like X Men characters are walking around right now. Yeah, like Charles Xavier has living on this Earth. Yes, and once the snap happened that gene got turned on inside them. Yes. And they're going to slowly be kind of morphing into said powers because I'm so sorry. Exciting. There's no, there's, there's no way that Charles Xavier and Magneto are just somewhere in this universe doing X-Men stuff. And no one knows or doing things like that. There's, there's no way. So unless they pull them from another multiverse the most logical thing is the snap because they said and i don't know the exact word that there's going to be ramifications from the snap 
And it, I mean, logically, it can make the most sense. Fantastic Four, I'm 100% bought into the theory that they've been around since 60s or whatever and got trapped in the quantum realm. Yeah. And they're going to get, yeah, and going to get brought out. Yeah, I agree. But, and they're still going to be their same age, late 20s, early 30s, late 30s, somewhere around there. Yes. Exactly what Sean just said. Um, because they are not. Yep. Here's yep. the thing: Wanda and uh, Wanda and um, Quicksilver got their powers from a stone. That could make a perfect sense for mutants too. They got their powers from the stone. The X gene is what turned it on. Yep. And what did, uh, God, what's his name? Uh, Baron Von Strucker say on the post credit scene of age of Ultron, there were others that failed because they probably did not have the X gene. Yep. So yeah. Bury them. Oh, guys, when puzzles of the uh, pieces of the puzzle start to fit together, man, this is, mm-hmm. oh, it's giving me chills. Uh, right Stacy, I'm going to kick back on you with the Eternals because the Eternals are beings that they're, have they're ancient beings. They've been around forever. Yeah, they've been around since the creation of Earth. So they you can kind of almost call them like the Adam and Eve of of the MCU, essentially. Yes, uh, the Eternals. They're so the hit. I'm not uh, the quick summary of the Eternals. Any type of like mythical story that has been told that no longer kind of exists, a la. Uh, the Aztecs Achilles or, or the Greek gods, those type of stories in the Marvel universe, they're eternals that people looked at as gods. And that's why they're, they've been around like the, like the Mayans, they, they worshiped an eternal and, yes. and set like stuff like that. Like that's what yes. we're getting after the MCU. And that's kind of what's going to be explained in that movie. It's good. That movie's going to, blow doors open like crazy like uh angelina jolie's character athena she was yeah. a greek god that was worshipped yep now they just dis- and then they go under sure, they I disappear already man so <laughs> i need to work that movie's coming um all right back back to one division a little bit Why, yeah, right. back to one division a little bit um geo I, kn- I know you had you you were saying something a little bit earlier do you have a question or thought on anything for one division um so uh, I think we talked about this on one Apocalypse Now episode, but Evan Peters mm-hmm. is reportedly in this show. Are we mm-hmm. seeing Quicksilver, Evan Peters, or like because some people are saying this is the start to the multiverse? Like it starts here and then it goes on to Spider-Man Three and then the Multiverse of Madness. So does it start here, like toward the tail end of the first so- season? I would say, and this is to what say I'd actually this is what she had just said. Um, I don't think she's jumping around in different multiverses. I think she's jumping around her own, her seeing her her own multiverse. And I do think that we'll probably end up seeing an Evan Peters Quicksilver cameo. I, do. I think it's gonna be if we do see him, and this is gonna piss Geo off. I think it'll be like um a la um Batman seeing Flash. Where he, the whole like save Mart, like where it's kind of like uh, almost like a portal where you're like, the hell is that? Like, kind of like you can see it, but it's not. She's going to s- probably see things going on. 
That doesn't piss me off, Brian. All right, it's been hearing that for four years. I got thick skin now. So, anyway, I, well, I think I think he said it's gonna piss you off because it's from Justice League. That's what. You, that's why you said that. Well, and that Marvel is gonna be stealing something from DC. Probably doing it a little bit better or a little bit more making sense. Um, basically, I agree with you. Would you Eternals is my is the thing I'm looking forward to the most that's been announced. That um, cast would, is going to be insane. Would you guys Would you guys want to see two Quicksilvers in no. in one division? I personally don't even want the Evan Peters. If it's Quicksilver. done right, yeah. Because like, what if people? No, no. I was going to say, what if people witness it and they're like, "This is this can't be." How are the two of you? Well. The multiverse and voila on to the next marvel content piece of content so i don't know personally i don't want it's done right i mean yeah i agree with you if it's done right i mean you can say that about not, gonna, not i mean marvel's not gonna just be like hey let's just try to get a cameo of evan peter somewhere so if it's done right which if they're gonna do it it's gonna be done right then sure but do I want it? No. Do I need it? No. But then that could be the audience's first uh, like introduction hint into this idea of the multiverse. It's like, wait a minute. That character is from that one. And they would pick a very memorable character like Evan Peters' Quicksilver because, I mean, you don't forget those moments that he had in the X-Men movies. You know, uh, probably the best moments of each of those movies. And you know, fans are going to right away, I think, be like, oh, like the multiverse. Well, OK. Well, What's that's next? why I think she's going to be able to maybe not be able to. She might be able to see like through a portal type thing, other things that have happened in other places. Again, do I need to see that? No, I, I know the multiverse is there. Captain America went through it. So, I mean... I don't know. To be honest, I'd rather explore that through the d- whole Doctor Strange thing. Cool. Or Loki. Well, Lo- Loki's, Loki's gonna- going through time. That's yeah. always going through time. Yeah. 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 Um, Brian, do you have a question to pose or anything you want to bring up specifically about WandaVision? A question? I'm just yeah. a theory, something to you. Yeah. Like, what do you guys anything. think of this? Something that we can discuss. Uh,. I don't know. The thing that has always piqued my interest the most with this is this was not originally the kickoff to phase four. And it was, I mean, TV wise, it was the third project. Yes. So black widow, I haven't, I assume it has zero connection to this. It's just, it, I mean, maybe like one character is we're going to see, in the future, like that's the extent of connection. But what interests me the most is this property was going to be the second of the streaming surfaces. Now it's the header. So in my mind, I'm wondering how much is cap uh, Falcon and the winter soldier going to have in effect to this which makes me think it doesn't and that wandavision is just going to be like this big like boom 
and then everything else is going to kind of like trickle from there. Cause I personally, at this point don't think that Falcon and winter soldier is going to have any real, unless they add it crossover into WandaVision. I think everything else is going to really stem like a branch from it because you don't, you don't just, plan to have this same something like marvel who plans their stuff out meticulously you don't just go okay we're gonna switch shows well i i think it's possible that they can just switch shows randomly because this could be the wandavision could be the thor movies to the falcon and winter soldier being the captain america movies where they don't really connect but they come together for a big event Right. Like yeah. there, there's there's no real like overlap with these properties. Sometimes a lot of them there are obviously like WandaVision, Doc Strange, Spidey three. There's going to be major overlap, but WandaVision is not going to be connected to Loki, in my opinion, or Hawkeye or the Eternals or, you know, Shang-Chi uh, down the line. It will. Um, and, and maybe WandaVision is like there's going to be ramifications from what happens, because if they do follow a specific storyline, we could see Wanda be go down a little bit of a bad path, um, which is why those three projects are kind of connected so heavily. Um, but I don't think that, for me, that doesn't scare me. Um, that oh, it doesn't no, scare me. That there's I'm no connection or, or, you know, I, I think that uh, as far as the television shows go, they probably could have released them in any, any order they wanted to because I don't think they connect at all. Like, I think they're going to connect more so to movies than they will show themselves. Um, I would also say that out of the shows that we know of right now, WandaVision to me is the only one that will never get a second season. I could see Hawkeye getting a second season. Loki, we know of. Uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, I can see that one. Miss Marvel, I can see. Moon Knight, I can see. She-Hulk, I can see. I don't see WandaVision getting a second season at all. I see it as the Obi-Wan of yeah. the MCU series. I would agree with you. It doesn't. This is probably going to be more of an event yes. than a series. Um, so it would make sense not to have multiple seasons. Uh, and from what it's looking like, it's going to be the longest of all the shows from what we've heard so far. Falcon and Winter Soldier is only six. Um, Loki, I think I saw was eight. This is nine. So, I mean, that should tell. This is gonna. This is the kickoff, the grand poobah of Phase Four, and I mean, you're. We already know the movies that are kind of so far the biggest ones: Doctor Strange and Spider Man. Who's going to appear in Doctor Strange? Scarlet Witch. Who's going to appear in Spider-Man? Doctor Strange. Exactly. So this is going to be the like rolling of the boulder that's going to trickle down. Um. So, yeah, it, it would to me, it doesn't at this point, it doesn't make sense to have a second season to this. I think I, I think, think Loki's that... just going to end up being some time traveling agent mm -hmm. and they're going to use him like that which if that's the case there's your way to have multiple seasons falcon and the winter soldier maybe i doubt it 
because this kind of seems more just like an introduction to Falcon being Captain America. That, but that could at the same time, four, huh? That that show could lead to a Captain America four. Oh, absolutely. But at the same time, they could use a second season to maybe explore more of his story of totally becoming this. There's a possibility of that. Uh, Hawkeye, brand new character. Moon Knight, brand new character. She Hulk, brand new character. Am I forgetting any other Mr. ones? Miss Marvel. Miss Marvel, brand new character. So I mean, it just makes sense that those ones can have more things for them. WandaVision, it's it's a catalyst event that's going to project things. Um, I will say to your point earlier, Brian, about it being a blessing in skies. I think that everything that happened last year and putting this one first was a major blessing because it's the one show out of all out of the rest of them that is going to be heavily connected to the films. And oh, starting yeah. starting off after a break, it makes sense to bring everything back into the fold with the movies because that's what we know of with the MCU. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a it's a massive step uh, in the positive direction for them for this to be number one. Um, I do want to get to a couple comments here real quick. And Stacey's coming in hot with a lot of them. Um, Love it. And Brian Love knows it. a lot about this character in this specific storyline. But I do want to go to Gio first before we go to Brian. Uh, Gio, what do you think about Catherine Hunt's character and in, in what you've seen from her so far? I think there's more to her than, you know, what the trailers are leading us to believe. You know, I think she's going to be, you don't get an actress like her just to have uh, and call her the, the noisy neighbor, you know, if Wanda vision or sorry, if Wanda is in fact locked up, I think she's probably kind of a, maybe like a psychiatrist or something. He like working closely, you know, like maybe administering and kind of playing the role. Like, Do you think like, she's good or bad? Bad. Okay. Just a feeling. That's fair. nothing to back it up, but I think she's bad. Um, without revealing too much, Brian, <laughs> as, as, as much as you can, I know, you know who this character is. Well, I don't, now I don't know if I should say certain things. Her name is Agatha Harkness. She is a character that, is very well <laughs> sewn into Scarlet Witch's world. So she's not just a, a made-up character for this specific story. She, there's a reason she's Absolutely there. not. There's a Absolutely reason that she is not. there. That's why we're saying it. Yeah. So do, <laughs> do with that what you will. <laughs> I mean, there's so much more to this character, but yeah. I'm, I'll stop And she's, she's only in like three scenes in all of the trailers. So there, there. A lot of her stuff has yet to be seen, and I'm super pumped that it's Catherine Hahn. Right, I think Catherine Hahn is really, really good. So, um, okay. And then another one, real quick here from uh, Dom. Here, I think Nick Fury is loosening the reins. I think Mariah Hill stepping up. Kobe Maria all over these. Um, Maria Hill, Maria, so Mariah, Maria, whatever. Um, <laughs> it's. I mean, yes, because Nick Fury is out in yonder space. So I would probably say yes on Earth. 100%. I would say Maria Hill is now uh, Fury's earthbound agent, if you will. Especially after how General Talos, you know, handled yes. things in his shoes. I, I don't think Nick Fury's too pleased with his performance, you know, so <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Yeah, he's I mean, S.H.I.E.L.D.'s not a thing anymore. It's Hydra. It was Hydra. So I would say she's gonna be at least his 
contact on, of Earth. She's I mean, always been his second hand man, right? Now, hand second second hand woman, second hand person. Excuse right me, hand man, is whatever. That? Right, right hand person. Um, now that he's off in space, he needs someone on Earth, and who's? I mean, she's the best option. Yeah, she is, I mean, I've always wanted to see more of her character. She's the only option, over, right? I mean, she's, she's huge in the comics. Yeah, she's she's an incredible character in this universe too. The way they use her, the way they used her in um in uh, Age of Ultron, and, and then how we saw her in Far From Home. Like, I want more of her in this universe. What if so? Um, okay, next one here. Uh, right here. Uh, do you think what happens in WandaVision will have any other connections to other Marvel films besides Doctor Strange and Spider Man? A hundred and thousand percent. Yeah. It's going to be a trickle effect because phase four is all about the multiverse. And this is where it begins. Plain and simple. Yeah. She's going to, she's going to open it up basically. Yeah. I mean, the multiverse is going to happen because of her. She's the I reason mean, why. Yeah. She's because as of right now, the only way to get through the multiverse was that machine that cap used at the end. She's going to unlock way well, time travel machine though, Brian. Yeah, but he created another reality. Oh, well, he created another branch. Yes, yes, yes. So I'm, I meant it like that. But there's no one's... The multiverse is not opened. She's going to be the key that unlocks the door. 100%. 100%. So are, is the show going to show how she got caught, you think? Or... Whatever. What I, so this is a this is last weird, we saw was she was with Hawkeye. This is a super weird connection because I just finished the show last night, or at least the first season. Um, have you guys ever heard of a show called The Sinner with Jessica Biel? Mm, can't say I have. So it came out in like 2017. The first season did. Uh, it's a very good show. I highly recommend. It's on Netflix. It's very trippy. It's kind of like a murder mystery esque. But in the show, she doesn't remember who she is. And, and what had happened to her and throughout the episodes, you, you find out more information. I think this show is going to do the very much the same thing where each episode we learn more and more until it's all revealed towards the end. So kind of like a, a flashback that as the story continues, that continues as well. What do they call well, that? Like maybe even the point where like, maybe she, maybe she sees an object and then she remembers something or, mm. or she meets someone Cognitive that she's not recognition. To, yeah. Or she, or she meets someone that she's not supposed to. And then she kind of like opens up reality and then it closes again. Well, we've seen in the trailer, she picks up on things that's happening that she doesn't seem to yeah, think like, like the, kitchen, the, the, was it the kitchen, the dining room table scene? Uh, like, well, I'm thinking of the lady hanging up the clothes and she's crying. Oh, I haven't seen that. Oh, sorry. Well, and it's not that big of a deal. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's, it's just some neighbors hanging up clothes and all the characters like this, but she's crying. And man, she's, it's be creepy at times. It's going to be trippy, man. It's going to be trippy. Because it's, it's going to literally be like every type of genre you can think of, television-wise and movie, combined into one. Like It's literally going to mimic TV shows throughout history. The first, I believe the first two episodes were filmed with a live audience. Yes, that's true. So it's, it's, they wanted the whole show to, I believe, but I don't think they were able to. Well, I think it, I think it progresses without. Oh, Oh, well that, that makes sense because of the decades. Yeah, exactly. So Lucy, like the show, Lucy needs a live action audience. Yeah. I love Lucy. Yeah. 
yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe like the Roseanne type stuff, but like Sabrina the Teenage Witch, that doesn't have That's life on it. Yeah. So yeah. That makes sense. Um wild. Okay, he real quick. Brian just got here recently. So uh yes, they are in the show, but we had mentioned earlier, Brian, about um uh and, and Brian had totally mentioned this about maybe she has a dome of her powers over a town and they can't actually get in. And that's kind of how maybe they're trying to get in and that's how they're involved. Very possible. Yeah. And I mean, I think it's once you get inside, you kind of lose yourself. Um, You become someone else almost. Well, you just lose your sense of what, of reality and just kind of become you become whatever she wants you to become. Yeah, you're just I very mean, true. Because we saw Monica Rambeau when she came in, she goes, Who are you? She goes, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So and then we see a shot of her on the ground outside the dome. Which yeah, is, she gets thrown out the dome. She gets like flung outside the dome. Or we don't know if it's a dome, but she gets flung out well, to whatever. Where, yeah. Where where the where the where the authorities are, where you know, uh Randall Park is and everything like that. So yeah. Um, so. it'll be very interesting. Um, all right, gentlemen. Well, uh, before we wrap this up here, any final thoughts going into WandaVision season one, episode one and two next week, before we get back here on next Friday, Gio, I'll start with you. Oh man. Yeah. Just, uh, like I said, you know, in the opening remarks, seeing where, what this is going to do, you know, even the first two episodes, you know, um, which I appreciate Marvel doing by the way, uh, to an earlier point, yeah, I think this one will definitely have the most impact on the universe and the movies as well. Um, to your point, Jake, I think the second, our second season of WandaVision will be when she's in Multiverse of Madness. Because I think yeah, that's, that could essentially be the second season. Yeah, that's a great yeah I think the arc will continue great there. Um, she's confirmed to be in Spider Man 3, right? Or have an appearance? No. Or no? We don't, no. I don't. No, no I don't expect she is, but Doctor Strange has. Yeah, maybe a, I, maybe like a post credit, like a name drop, but I don't expect her to be in that movie. Yeah, I think I think she's going to be a name drop. I mean, to be honest, we haven't heard anything from her character past that one. She could die for all we know in multiverse. They better not kill her because, like Brian, she's one of my favorite characters in this universe. Yeah. I want I want her to be around forever. Me too. And Elizabeth Olsen's like young; she can play this character for fifteen, so twenty years. Role yeah. it is. It is criminally not fair how little credit she gets for playing this role. Yeah. Like, it's I mean, not at all. This is an OG. She, like, hands us up. It's so mm-hmm. trippy. Oh, is, this character is an, an OG. An yes. OG Marvel character. Yeah. So, like, Captain America and Iron Man are, like, OG. So she's... She needs to be around for a while, in my opinion. Yeah. Final thing I'll say is, uh, look, as I know, we've had a long break between Marvel uh, content that's released. Get ready. Because for the next decade on streaming and in movies, there's going to be a lot. So I hope you enjoyed your break. Strap in. because Well, this is, I mean... And to what you're out. saying, Gio, this is the test. I mean, yes, Mandalorian did it, but like this genre, this is the test of 
how well that a comic book thing could work and live on television because DC is going to is planning on doing this. Marvel is clear is years planned into this. So if this is successful, it's a whole you've opened up a whole new lane into storytelling. So Stacy, that is absolutely 100% correct. I hope so. It'll happen. It'll 100% happen. Spectrum. Um, one last comment here before I move on to you, Brian, your final thoughts. Uh, one thing I think most curious about WandaVision is taken is, is she left alone or did Wanda want to separate herself from the Avengers and trying to have a normal life? That's very possible. It is very possible that she just essentially went on her own after the whole Vision um, destruction and the end of Endgame. So. Something's going to happen. Yes. She's not just going to be like, I'm going to go on a road trip and create a whole new world. A some, multiverse some, of madness. It's yeah, a some, new something's world. happening. <laughs> so, okay. Brian, final thoughts before we, before we get out of here. Oh, I'm, I think I've said enough. I'm so excited. I love storytelling, the Marvel storytelling. I'm invested You're in my spirit day. animal right now, Stacy. <laughs> serious i it's funny because like mandalorian i was kind of like uh maybe i mean until they kept dropping these characters and it was impossible to stay spoiler free i was like eh, yeah and i can wait till i wake up or after work this is absolutely a midnight for me i'm gonna be hitting refresh until i get it to pop up a lot of long nights in your future buddy yeah I know for all of us. So I'm so excited. So I'm just ready to have Marvel back in my life. I'm ready to get a new story, a comic accurate story to an extent. I think for Um, me, it's a small sense of returning to normalcy in my life. And Marvel is a constant in my life that this is a small little bit of normalcy for me getting to be excited and theorizing with my friends the crazy crap that's happening with Marvel. And like that's the thing I'm looking forward to the most. I'll leave it at that. That's that's what I'm looking forward to the most is the, the tiny sense of normalcy that this show is going to bring to my nerdy friendum life. I agree. I agree. And I'll, I'll nice just words. leave it at this. Um, I'm most excited because since our last Marvel property, we have gotten two seasons of the Mandalorian and Disney plus and seeing how great those are. I am. It's leaving me very, very much looking forward to what Marvel can do on Disney plus with their properties. If star Wars is able to do what they just did. I mean, so, can you imagine Marvel being put in the volume, which I think is very possible for certain <laughs> things. They already said that this is going to have the most VFF VFX out of everything they've ever done, um, which could include the volume. Who knows? Um, but I'm sure that they're going to use it in, in the future. That's for sure. Um, all right. Well, before we got here, guys, uh, thank you to all who have been watching us for the last hour. Really, really appreciate it. We're going to be back here every Friday, uh, for the next eight weeks after today, we will be back here every single Friday, um, reviewing Seven. all of the episodes at 4 nope. p.m. Pacific right here on the channel. Jacob will also be with us. Um, and you might see some transfers in and out if we're not able to make it everything, but we will have a show every single Friday here for Marvel Rewind, uh, not just for one division, but also when, Falcon and Winter Soldier come out, Loki, Hawkeye, etc. You will see stuff from Marvel Rewind 
uh, forever. So we are not going anywhere. We are super excited. We're having stuff back in our life. And if you missed our announcement on now for this show, this will also be happening for DC as well. Uh, we'll, we'll be doing some stuff for DC whenever that happens. Geo, you know, really, really. Uh, why would we not? <laughs> we'll be doing stuff for DC whenever that does Shocker. happen. Uh, uh, when their television shows get up and running, if they do, uh, you know, HBO Max specific stuff. But for now, we're focusing on MCU with this show. Um, so again, thank you all for joining us. Uh, if you're not much of a watcher, check us out on audio. We are everywhere: Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor. Um, all of our big shows end up on audio. So if you want to listen to us on the go. Or if you just want to listen to audio, we are available there. And then before we get out of here, gentlemen, why don't we let people know where they can find us online? Geo, go ahead. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Grey Goose Jedi. Yes, Grey Goose, like the alcohol. I also have my own YouTube channel, the Fandom United Podcast. You guys can check me out there as well. Thank you, Stacey. Thank you for all the comments, by the way, Stacey. Um, do you want to plug a certain thing that might be happening soon, sir? Geo, oh yeah, Geo. Plug Monday. Start, start oh, eh. so Monday I will be interviewing uh, the author of the book, release the Snyder Cut. Uh, it's a gentleman who's covered the entire movement from the very start of the campaign, all the way through till when we get uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League. Uh, so I will be interviewing him this Monday. I'm very excited about that. These guys are going to help me out uh, with the production on that. Make sure I am my best self. And uh, I look forward to uh, having the conversation and uh, putting the content out there for all of you. So stay tuned. Gio is already, he's already moving past us in the uh, movie world. Um, oh, no. <laughs> Brian, where can everybody find you, man? Uh, be of all seen on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, Qui-Gon Jake on Twitter and Instagram, uh, two ends because someone else took it before I did. Uh, Apocalypse Now is live every Tuesday and Thursday at 7 p.m. Pacific right here on the channel, guys. Uh, this upcoming Tuesday, uh, we're going to be running down our most anticipated movies of 2021. We're finally getting back to movies, whether or not they're on streaming um, or in theater. Uh, the, we are getting new movies officially, and so we're going to be previewing 2021 and revealing our most anticipated movies. Um, and then, obviously, like I mentioned, find us on audio. Uh, the casting table will be returning, and Marvel Rewind will be coming back every single Friday for the next number of weeks. Rachel, as always, thank you so much for heading the chat and being a part. We really, really appreciate it. So for us here on Marvel Rewind and Apocalypse Movies, thank you again, and we'll see you guys next week.